Good morning. Happy Monday and welcome back to the Hip Bodies podcast. I am your host Chelsea Pleasant and it's Monday. Oh my gosh, I can't believe what a weekend it's been and what a week. So, if you missed last week's episode, I was like fighting a disgusting bug that I got from a ch- indoor children's play place that I just like I'm done. I'm done with all of the children's play play. I'm done. I'm out. Okay. Um, but I'm feeling much better this week. I, I do still have a little bit left, but like we're definitely on the tail end. This is definitely a longer bug. Like when we exceed a week of a bug, like, okay, this, this one, this one's going down in history. This one's going to change my behavior moving forward. We will not forget this. Uh, but I'm, yeah, anyway, moving on. So this week I'm doing much better and it was Cameron's birthday weekend in our house. So yeah, if you're new here and you're wondering what this podcast is, well, Hip Bodies is a workout group. I'm workout buddies with anyone who's a part of it. It's super fun. And this week we're actually doing like, I've opened them up to the public. So uh, I will put a link to the, in the comment or in the show notes to today's workout. Okay. So if you want to do today's workout, that link will be there. Um, and yeah, with that, like being workout buddies, we do some girl talk and the podcast allows me to dive a little bit deeper into the girl talk, the personal stuff and the fitness stuff. So let's start by talking about my husband's birthday. Okay. So my husband, so funny. Like when I ask him what he wants to do for his birthday, all he hears is what do you want to eat for your birthday? And he is like literally planning out the entire weekend of food. His birthday is on Friday. So therefore like the celebration is all weekend long. Oh my God, I have so much to tell you about actually. Okay. So starting with Friday, I got Panda Express for dinner. That's what he wanted. I know this sounds like maybe so lame, but Panda Express is honestly like probably the best Asian food where we live. Um, We are both from the Pacific Northwest where they have top tier Asian food. And we didn't realize how top tier it was until we left, you know? And anyway, Panda Express is just like, it's kind of like if you've ever lived in Montana, Mexican food in Montana is really bad, but like you can always lean on Taco Bell. I'm not saying Taco Bell is great Mexican food, but at least it's like dependable. And that's kind of how Panda Express is with the Asian food. So anyway, uh, it's across town. So I had to drive across town to get, I'm not joking, you guys, $90 worth of Panda Express. Um, We did invite my parents over. So Cameron just wanted to make sure there was plenty. We get our, if you care about our order, Beijing beef, teriyaki chicken, and orange chicken. Um, We got two family meals with those. And then we got the honey walnut shrimp, just like one more large portion of that. Uh, and then we got fried rice and chow mein, but I also made a big old pot of steamed rice because it just said it seems crazy to get like steamed rice when you can just like make some, you know. Anyway, that was our, you know, Friday night dinner. My mom was so kind to make the, my husband likes fruity desserts and I don't. So like I never make them. If I'm going to make dessert, it's going to be, let's be real, chocolate chip cookies. Always. My husband likes like apple stuff, berry stuff, lemon stuff. So my mom spoiled him and made these Danish apple bars and she made like a lemon pound cake. I mean, they were good. It's just they're like, it's just not, I would still rather have chocolate chip cookies and a glass of milk. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that was our Friday night. Uh, I stayed up a little bit with Cameron. We watched Abbott Elementary, Um, but he, you know, his... 
his love language is like leave me alone so I can watch my scary movies because I don't like anything scary and you know stay up late and then like let me sleep in so that's what I did and he he was happy with that so the next night we actually had swim lessons from 4 to 5 p.m. And I know that's like a crazy time. I don't know. To me, it seems crazy like on a weekend, but this, okay. So these swim lessons have been really chill. We're, we're on our, that was our, our fourth lesson. Wait, third or fourth? No, that was our third lesson. So we have three more. It, these swim lessons took a turn, you guys. (laughs) Okay. So in the past we have done ISR, which is infant swim resource. And they're like survival swim lessons. And they've been fine, but it didn't really click. They're really expensive, by the way. Like these infants, like they're highly inconvenient. They're 10 minutes a day, five days a week for like seven weeks. And it's always like in the morning. So it's like during my work time. And so it cuts into my work time. It's just a whole thing. And I'm psychotically punctual. So like I'm going to get there like 20 minutes early because I'm like terrified I'm going to be late, you know. So anyway, this year... I had found these swim lessons that I've heard really good things about. Um, and I thought it would be a little bit more swimming instead of like survival because Kevin's learned, Kevin's done with ISR and I feel like he can't, he's done it several years and it's like, she's kind of taught him everything that she teaches. And it's like, he can swim like a little, but he can't swim like across a pool, you know? And it did, it really, Casey was pretty stubborn. So like it didn't go that well last year. And so I kind of wanted to try something different. And so these swim lessons, I've heard they're like, I don't know, a lot more nurturing, a lot more chill. And like, honestly, the first few swim lessons, they really were like, you know, if Casey gets too upset, they would, um, you know, we'd stop, we'd get happy and then we'd get back to it. Because the thing that he always says is like, if you panic, if you're upset, if your body's stiff, like you sink, but like, if you're chill, you float, you know? And so, yeah, it was like, it's been really good. Well, 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 things got scary this week. Um, I, I was telling Cameron, I'm like, did we catch the instructor in a bad mood? Like, he, like, was he mad? Did I, did we do something to upset him? Like, oh my gosh, because and I, I kind of want to like ask other people who've done these swim lessons. I'm like, is this normal? Like, this was crazy. Like, so Kevin was like on the surfboard in the deep end. And I had no idea he was going to do this. He flipped the surfboard and flipped Kevin off. So, and then like that way, Kevin, cause like he's kind of taught Kevin to swim. Like Kevin can like pretty much swim across the pool. Right. Like I get the purpose behind doing this, but like, whoa. And so like Kevin had to like grab onto the surf. He kept like, Kevin was terrified by these like different scenarios that he's put him in. Oh yeah. It was a lot. (laughs) And he did it to Casey too. Casey's one years old. Um, we, Cameron and I had to each jump in the pool and let go of our child. That was fun. (laughs) Um, yeah, just like a lot of scary, challenging situations. Like, and I get the purpose of it. Like, I feel like we've all learned a lot. I've learned I could probably utilize, I could probably use swim lessons myself. It's not easy to like hold a child in the deep end of a pool. You know, I prefer to be able to touch. Yeah. Like just in general, I've, I've, I don't know. It was just, it was a lot. Cameron and I both like left that like eyes wide. Like, are we going to go back? Are we going to quit? Like, (laughs) this is crazy. But yeah, I don't know. So anyway, that was, that was our Saturday and Saturday night, Cameron was going out. So they actually went out to dinner. He went out to dinner with his friends and 
I had purchased that day. I had gone to Sally's and I got myself a hair gloss. We'll talk about that in a second. But Cameron uh, went to this restaurant down in Carolina Beach. So we live about like a 10 minute drive to Carolina Beach. So that's not far at all. It's not too bad, but I mean, it is a drive. Like you definitely, yeah, you drive. So he went with like just a couple of friends, like three or four friends. Okay. And sorry, I am also air frying chicken tenders for myself right now. Have you ever had the real good chicken tenders? They're so good. And I forgot I had them. Like I kept buying them when they were on sale at Costco. And so I have a bunch in my freezer and I totally forgot. So I made this really good, like honey mustard dipping sauce out of Greek yogurt. Okay. Anyway, back to the point. So those are cooking right now. If you keep hearing that I'm walking in circles around my house as I talk to you. So you just, you might hear like waves of background noise. You probably have this whole time and I'm just now addressing it. Okay. Anyway, so Cameron went out. So he was eating dinner like down in Carolina beach with his friends. And so they were getting like chicken wings at this place and then going out. And Cameron has like an annual tradition of getting stupid drunk. It's the only night a year he does it, but that was his plan. Okay. And the problem with my husband is he's a wanderer. Okay. And you know, we're, we're getting old. Like people aren't going to babysit you anymore. Like if you want to wander, you're on your own kind of thing. And it was a very small group of them that were able to make, make it out. You know, as we're getting older, people have more kids. They might not be able to leave. Their wives definitely don't have the patience for them to be super hungover. So it's just the group of men able to participate is dwindling, right? So I think it was only like four of them that went out together. But needless to say, they, they went out. They enjoyed themselves. While Cameron was out, I, um, I did a, that gloss on my hair. So if you've ever heard of Redken Shades EQ, it's like a, it's like a hair gloss, a demi permanent hair color. And I was talking to my friend who's a stylist and she said that she thinks the Sally's dupe is like just as good. So I went and bought it and you guys, I got to tell you, I love it. I did that on my hair. I like Casey went to bed super early. She was exhausted after the traumatizing swim lessons and you know, Kevin was just like happy, chilling, watching YouTube, hanging out with mom while we like got ready for bed or whatever. So I put the, the gloss in my hair and, you know, and then Kevin and I snuggled and we went to bed and that was it. Right. Well, the next morning, you know, Cameron's home and I can tell he does not feel good. He slept in until like nine, nine thirty, And you guys, I was stupid productive. I made the most beautiful breakfast for the family. I, the house had never been so clean. Like, I mean, trad wife material. Okay. Like I honestly, like the house, like I'm, I'm talking the, the playroom. Like for me, like I, I honestly, I usually clean the house and ignore the playroom, but I went into the playroom. I was getting rid of toys, you know, listing stuff on Facebook marketplace. I got a lot done. The kids were up in like the five o'clock hour or whatever. So I was up for like, you know, four hours by the time Cameron finally like got up for the day. So I got a lot done and I just felt like he wasn't hyping me up enough for like all I did. You know, it's like, I guess I'm a words of affirmation girl. So I just had higher expectations for his reaction and I just felt like he was acting weird. So all morning I'm observing him and I, I, I'm trying to remember, did we like go anywhere? Did we do anything? I, I think we were just, yeah, we were just kind of hanging out around the house. Like we, I, we didn't go anywhere. I went to my mom's house last night for dinner, but like we were just hanging out around the house. And, I'm, and I remember I saw a text message come in from his friends 
that said something along the lines of like, you know, like you didn't tell us you got home safe last night. Okay. It was like in a group chat or whatever. So I'm like, how did this man get home? Right. And so now I'm curious, but like, I also don't want to be like crazy wife, you know? I mean, I, I will take that title, but I'm just like, do I have any, you know, but he's just acting weird. And like, he's not telling me much about the night before. So I'm kind of like, you're hiding something. You're, what is it? You know? And of course, like I'm, I'm a wife. Like I'm, you know, my mind's going to go to like worst possible case scenarios, right? I'm looking for signs of a physical altercation. I don't see any, you know, I'm like, did you cheat on me? Like all of these different things are like going through my head. And I'm just like, literally every time, like I have a second, I'm just staring at Cameron and he's noticing and he's like, what? I'm like, nothing, you know, just be like, I'm being, I'm starting to be weird now. Right. And this is going on all day. And fine. Like we go to my mom's house for dinner, the whole thing. Right. And finally I go, I I'm like putting away dishes or something when we get home and I look and the kids are in the playroom playing. So we have like a minute to ourselves. That was the other thing. He was avoiding every opportunity to be alone with me. Like, like there, I don't, I like, I don't know how to explain it, but like he was just avoiding every opportunity where we could have like talked about it more. Cause I'm like asking him things about that night. And then here, here was the one. Okay. I said, I was like, so did you, how'd you get home last night? Did you take an Uber? And he was like, well, I didn't pay for one. And I was like, what, what do you mean? He was like, I'm assuming I took an Uber. I was like, do you not remember? He was like, I I went home with the guys. And it's just like all of it. It's like not, you know, like you, would the red flags be going off for you too? And that's when I was like, you went home with the guys. And he's like, yeah, but I saw that text. Remember that said, you didn't tell us you got home safe. Okay, so uh, long story short, I finally like just when we have a moment alone, I'm like, what are you hiding? And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I'm not stupid. And he goes, he just like looks ashamed. He's like, I walked home. Like what? I walked home. I didn't want you to be mad that I walked home. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, like that my mind goes to like such worse places. You know what I'm saying? Like I get why he hid it from me because it's like, how old are you that you're putting yourself in a rather dangerous situation? Cause like the road that's like between where we live and Carolina beach, it's like a four or five lane, like people going fast. It's the middle of the night. Like what, (gasps) what? But he said he couldn't get an Uber his friends had already left. And of course, like he had wandered off. Anyway, long story short, I was so like, I was so mad at him for lying to me. But like, but I also, I do understand because I can be a little bit, you know, like if he would have just like out and told me like, yeah, I walked home. Like, eh, I don't know what I've been. I don't know. I don't know how I would have reacted, but like, I do kind of get it. So anyway, my husband lied to me. Um, we'll be okay. So that, that catches you up, I think. Yeah. And so then, then the other thing that's going on right now is I had this Instagram reel go like very viral. And it's one of those moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, is this like how regular businesses are working? Because it's like all these, I'm getting like all these new people coming in to do like my free three day slay and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, it would be really nice if, if like I consistently posted content and this happened. I don't know if you guys realize this, but like I run a business. 
okay? And sometimes I expect the business to just like grow without my effort. Actually, like a lot. You know, because like there was a time where during the pandemic that basically happened. Like I felt like it was minimal effort on my part and it just grew. But, you know, no one could go to a gym. So that was why. (laughs) And now I have to work again. And it's like, I guess I just... I've struggled because over the last couple of years, you know, I had a baby, right? And I got super huge. And and then, like, I kind of stayed huge. And it, like, took a long time for me to lose the weight. And so I haven't wanted to make, like, fitness content and stuff. So I don't know. Anyway, now it's things are going better. And what I mean by that is I'm growing my audience, which in turn gives me hope that I will be able to, like, build my business back to a place where like it makes sense to like if you if you don't know I I had hired my best friend um Jen to work for me for a long time and it was really nice just to like have someone to do the business with like being self-employed is so freaking lonely so it's nice to have like a buddy and like Jen is so like-minded to me and like I don't know like it yeah I just I it was nice too to like provide variety to my clients and all that kind of stuff but like the way the business suffered through that season of me having, I had to let her go. It was really unfortunate, but it's like once it was time for me to like pay for childcare for both kids and stuff like that, it's like, I literally will lose money every month. If I, you know, it's like, I have, I had to make that tough decision, you know? So anyway, I'm, I'm feeling the hope again. Cause like my long-term goal would be able to provide a good job for other moms that are in a, you know, difficult season of life and like want to bring some extra income in like I would love that but yeah I guess I have to like you know put in work duh hello it's just like making content is like I don't want to be like social media do you know how mean people are on social media it's like can I please just post content and only attract nice people how do I do that because I don't have thick skin like I get my feelings hurt when people are mean and especially like I rem- I will never forget when I was pregnant and Jen would make um like Instagram reels and TikToks and stuff with like my workout videos and this th- like I'll never forget this like so- it was like people piling on I deleted the thing cuz it was like reading it was like my my pregnant heart cannot take it cuz I was just so big and huge and people were like basically commenting like why would anyone take advice from me and it's like well duh yeah I get it yeah it was phew. Anyway, that's, those are kind of like the personal updates. If you are still listening at this point, wow, you were friends, you know, like you, you've gotten a lot, you've got, you got like my marriage drama. We're good, by the way, like my husband and I are good. Um, so should we talk about, okay, one more personal thing. And I'm just going to talk about this school stuff, because if you don't know, I'm like trying to debate like what the heck I'm going to do for school for my son. So he's entering kindergarten next year. I've always thought I would be a homeschool mom. He's currently in preschool. I'm shifting my schedule around so that it would free me up to homeschool should I want to. And I'm I'm like, I'm getting serious with Kevin about it because it's like, we're like, because currently right now when it's a school day, he's like, aw, And I'm like, do you not want to go? Because like when it comes time for kindergarten, I need you to understand like mommy and daddy are paying for that. The school that we're looking at is a private school. Um, And the best way I can say it is like if if we're going to go the school direction, that is like my number one choice. It's my favorite school. And it's unlikely that we would be able to go there later. Does that make sense? Because 
basically like they only have one class per grade so they don't have like an abundant like people who go there kind of go there from kindergarten through fifth grade and it's like they don't really leave so there's not a lot of like random opportunities to join later on so it's almost like if, you, if you're gonna like switch things up like that's the one to start with and you can always pull out but it's harder to jump in later does that make sense so anyway we it's yeah so that school is our number one choice we're also on the list for a charter school and that one the lottery is this week so it's it's a Montessori school that's in the charter public school system so it's publicly funded but they have limited spots so what that is that confusing for me to see so basically like there's 26 slots per year for kindergarten and and there's slots in the older grades too but like way less obviously so it's publicly funded but it's a Montessori school it's super cute and it's like so close to where we live like we could literally walk there it's amazing um very sweet school I I don't have any like anything negative to say about the school like when I toured it I really liked it there there was one concern I'm not going to get into it right now but um they're doing their lottery drawing this Wednesday so we will find out if we get offered a slot so the they have 26 slots and basically I don't know how many people are on the list it could be like a hundred right and so they draw the first like 26 and then they draw all the names and that's like the order of the wait list and so you could be offered a spot as late as like three weeks into the school year I believe so yeah yeah I think I and the the other thing to keep in mind too is there's this opportunity scholarship for North Carolina and the only way we're going to that private school is assuming that opportunity scholarship comes through which I don't see why it wouldn't but we just aren't that information is not confirmed until April 1st I believe (sighs) so it's just like things are so up in the air and then there's still just that part of me that like feels called and wants to homeschool but Kevin says he would rather go to school and so I kind of want to be respectful of that and let him try out school and there was even some parents I've talked to that said like their child appreciated being homeschooled more because they went to school first and then they appreciated the flexibility and freedom of homeschooling and being able to explore their interests more and all that kind of stuff you know so I don't know we will see we will see I nothing is decided at this moment but hopefully soon hopefully we'll have some clarity Let's move on. Let's move on to what we're doing inside Hit Bodies right now. So this is our warm-up week. So I've actually opened up this week to the public. You can do the workouts. They're on YouTube. They're open to anyone and everyone. And we're doing March Metcon Madness. So basically, the first portion of the workout is like compound lifts and accessory lifts, which, gosh, I like hate using that terminology for people who like it's just stupid. It's But anyway, let me explain what they are. So a compound lift is something that incorporates a lot of muscles at once. So something like a deadlift or a squat, where when you do a deadlift, you're hitting your upper back, you're hitting your butt, your glute, your butt, glute, your blood, you're hitting your butt, your hamstrings, you're hitting your core, everything's working together. And it's pretty exhausting. And then we pair that with something that might be more isolating a smaller, a smaller muscle group, like just your glutes or just your hamstrings. You get what I'm saying? So we're supersetting basically a compound lift with an accessory lift, doing two of those. And then we do a Metcon circuit. So Metcon means metabolic conditioning. So it's a little bit higher heart rate, but it's still going to be strength-based. It's not like you're just 
trying to get your heart rate up as high as you possibly can. It's like you're challenging yourself to do strength training in a way that elevates the heart rate and kind of speed things up a little bit. And so it's very challenging, but you're getting the benefit of both cardio and strength training while you do a Metcon circuit. So it's very good. It's very fun. It's very challenging. And I think you'll really like it. So this is our warm up week. And then we're going to be doing that for the month of March. Okay. Oh, gosh. I just feel like I've said so much. Okay, let's let's move on. So the next thing I'm going to do is meals. I'm loving this week. So each week, I haven't been. I have. I wasn't as good about doing this when I was keto. Cause I don't know. I just kind of got like over food for a while. But right now, any type of red meat with sweet potato is just giving me life. Like the way I love the taste of red meat, any kind of red meat and sweet potato. I don't, you guys, it's so good. It's so simple. Um, I am so late, like lazy. I just wash a sweet potato, poke it and throw it in the oven with like chicken breasts or, you know, sear a couple steaks, whatever. But Cameron admitted that he prefers like the sweet potatoes peeled and diced and then like roasted or air fried. So that's what I'm going to be doing this week. Um, I bought some New York strip steaks. I have ground beef, and I have chicken breast. And so that's kind of like my, I've been eating like a bro. If you don't know, like, if you don't know what that means, like, like think like bodybuilder bro. It reminds me of my bodybuilding days. I used to do bodybuilding shows back in the day. And like, that's the kind of stuff I ate. Just simple, easy to track, but it's so filling and so satisfying. Like I have no complaints, you know? So yeah, that's that. But I would say like over the, you know, the holiday weekend, it being Cameron's birthday, if I had to pick my favorite thing we ate, oh, this is so hard. I just love the Beijing beef from Panda Express. Like that is, have you had it? It's so good. I think it's deep fried. Let me, let me look it up. The Beijing beef, Beijing beef, Panda Express. Let's see. Okay. Crispy strips of marinated beef. That sounds deep fried. Bell peppers and sliced onions tossed in the wok with a sweet tangy sauce. It's so good. Like so good. I just, you know what's crazy though? It has almost double the carbs as it does protein. That's how, like, that's how much sugar there is in the sauce and then the crispy beef, but gosh, it is good. Okay, the next thing I was going to talk about was something I'm obsessed with, and I'm actually really excited to tell you about it. I bought the L'Oreal Lumi Glotion. Are you familiar with this? It, I just got it at Walmart. It's kind of expensive. It's like $14, but oh my gosh, it really, so people say to put it on before you put on your makeup. I've kind of played with it now, and I actually put it on after I put my makeup on and it just gives my skin this nice glow. I love it. And then I this is we're doing like beauty stuff, okay? Then the other thing that I'm obsessed with is that gloss. If you are a brunette and you feel like you just want to like cover the grays, like you just got a few coming in, like I cannot recommend this enough. So it's okay, if you go to Sally's, like you can go to their website. Okay, Sally's and I'm gonna do Redkin Shades EQ dupe. Shades EQs. Okay, so Redkin Shades EQ is like the OG, but you can't buy that if you're not a stylist. They only sell it to stylists. So Sally's has a liquid gloss that's similar. Now, if you start looking at the reviews, you're going to see people freaking out because um, it's like darker than they expected, which I would agree because I I got a um, 
I got a, sorry, level seven, which is actually described as a dark blonde, but I'm telling you my hair like could not be more of a medium brown. It is like medium brown for sure. So a level five is supposed to be like medium brown, but I'm telling you, I've had more trouble when stylists color my hair brown than when I did blonde. When I used to go blonde, like it would always come out looking so good when I would get highlights at the salon. Sometimes I felt like it would get stripey. That's the best way I can explain it, especially when I was brunette and would just get highlights. I hated that stripey vibe around the root. But when I have gone brunette and just like wanted a touch up, I've rarely been happy when I go to a stylist. I'm serious. Like I like I, I posted a picture of this on Instagram. Like I, you know, I just wanted a medium brown and I'm telling you my hair looked black. She did a level five and my hair looked black. And I, it's like, what can you do at that point? Like it's so dark. Like I don't want to put bleach on my hair. I don't want to fry my hair. I don't want to strip my hair. Like I don't, I didn't, you know, it's just like, I just have to wait for it to fade. And it did, but I just like, I didn't love the way it faded either. It faded very like red. I was just like, that sucks, you know? So anyway, this liquid gloss, it's a demi-pernament hair color. So it it does like fade over like the course of a month with washing, but it's like the perfect weight. It doesn't damage your hair. You just have to find the right color if you are going to do this. But like for my brunettes out there, I feel like this is a great option because it's so expensive to go to the stylist to do it. And it's just, it's like really not that hard. Like you just have to like cover your hair with this you know and it just makes it nice and shiny and like please don't come for me stylist for like encouraging people to do this but it's just like I get it when it feels like a gamble sometimes when you're going to get your hair done you're like I hope I like it you know um I gosh I remember I got a haircut the last haircut I got like in a salon I'm serious when I tell you she took maybe three minutes on the haircut like it was like I'm watching her do this. There is no technique or anything that like, and I don't, I don't know if it's just like the, there, so there was a girl that used to live here. She's, she was like in the military and she's currently not stationed here. I would go back to her for haircuts, but like, I haven't had someone here that I've found. Like I've, I've tried a a few different people now. It's just like everyone, I feel like I get it. My hair's thin. It doesn't take that long to cut, but like, okay, if you're going to take three minutes on my haircut, $60 is a little crazy you know, and then $80 for the hair color that's going to fade within a freaking month. You know, it's like, no, I'm not going to spend that much. That's insane. So I hope you guys get where I'm coming from. But I have been really pleased with this Shades EQ stuff. So I, I'm going to continue that. And I will say the liquid gloss. So you make sure you get the developer from Sally's as well, like the, the one that goes with it. So I mixed only three ounces. I'll probably in the $13 it cost me for both products, I'll probably get three gloss treatments out of that. So I'm probably going to go back and buy just a couple of more just to make sure I have it on hand. But like, yeah, it's a 10. One thing I would never recommend doing is like, it's just really risky if to do blonde stuff on your own. Like that, I feel like you have to like go get done, you know? Okay, I'll shut up. So anyway, that's like what I'm obsessed with right now. And I really love that Lumi Glotion. Oh my gosh. It is, especially like now that summer's coming, it just feels like I I would totally just put that on with no foundation and some mascara and just the way it makes your skin glow. I can't even explain. It's so pretty. Oh, wow, I feel like that was a lot. Okay, the last thing I'm going to talk about is unpopular opinions. And I've been thinking a lot about this and it's ever since, okay, my friend read this book. 
The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I had already read it. I told you guys about that. And so if you've never read this book, it really does make you think about like Hollywood relationships a lot differently because almost every marriage for this woman, it's a fictional book, but every marriage was like transactional. And it makes you think about like Hollywood couples, like how many of those were like that? Is that like based on reality? And I like, I personally kind of feel like, yeah, it probably is. Like, I'm sure there are transactional marriages that are just for publicity. Like that'd be crazy if they weren't, you know? And I have been, my friend, after she read it, she was like, it's really making me think about this Taylor Travis thing. And I, I have been seeing that on my like TikTok feed, like evidence that it's probably a PR relationship. And it's just like little stuff. And I don't know, I think I'm currently thinking it's not the real deal. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I feel weird saying this on my podcast and having it been like, I mean, we would never know. Like, it's never going to be admitted like, oh, yeah, this was just for PR. Like, we don't know of any marriages or relationships that were like for sure done for PR. So like I can never be proven right or, you know, whatever. But I don't know. Where do you guys stand on this? It just doesn't it, it maybe it's because I think it's just like like an odd match. It I don't know. I don't know. That's just what I think. And I think it's like partially that book has made me think about it more. Now, let's be clear. I'm not a crazy person. I'm not like up late on Reddit looking for evidence, thinking about it, searching for evidence. I don't actually care hardly at all. But that's like, yeah. Okay. You know what I just realized? I barely talked about fitness this whole time. So let's, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to wrap this up by talking about health and fitness. I have been killing it. Okay, like my workouts have been great. I've been tracking my food. I'm eating like moderate, I would say low, on the low end for carbs. I'm eating around 100 grams of carbs a day. I'm tracking my food. I'm seeing fantastic progress. Like I just, I can't even tell you guys, after doing keto for so long, it does feel very doable. I feel very balanced right now. I feel like I'm in my moderation era. 10 out of 10 recommend. So yeah. That's what's going on with like my personal fitness journey. Um, I'm definitely like feeling just really like like the the finish line is right there. Like I'm getting really close. I can't. I'm so excited. Like I just I don't know. For anyone who's been on a very long weight loss journey, it almost feels crazy to actually consider being done because it's been such a focus for so long. And I. I want to say like of the things that I've kind of learned on this weight loss journey, like a big one, I guess, would be switch it up as needed and take breaks as needed because that's what's going to keep you in it for the long haul. You know, it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people like, okay, for example, eating a low carb diet, you guys know I've eaten a low carb diet on many seasons throughout this. And like right now I would say I'm eating low, I'm not eating like keto low carb, but I'm whatever. Anyway, if, if mentally this wasn't working for me or physically this wasn't getting me results, like I am not against switching things up as needed to continue moving forward, you know? And it's just so, sometimes we get so dogmatic in what others are telling us to do or what we think is the right thing to do that like we forget there are other ways to reach the finish line and switching it up, the novelty of something new. Oh, it just like lights something inside you. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't even explain it. Like the way something new feels, it's like a new workout outfit, a new sports bra, a new pair of shoes, a new like 
meal plan for the week. All of those things, it's just like it lights something up inside of you that keeps you going. And also like, you know what, just permission to take a mental break and eat intuitively. Now, what I recommend if you do decide to like take a break from your weight loss journey, I think this is very beneficial for real when done properly. What is not the right way is when you like go off the rails and eat everything in sight, right? Like everything you felt like you couldn't have, you just go ham and binge on. Like that's, I don't recommend that, okay? But I recommend like just taking a mental break and not feel like, you know, if you want to eat some French fries, if you want to eat some rice, you know, whatever, right? Um, And just being mindful um, and kind of trying to implement what you've learned so far on your weight loss journey. And then the biggest thing is like continuing to assess your progress. So if you see yourself swinging really hard in the other direction, you'll feel motivated to get back on track. But if you see like, oh, I'm actually like maintaining really well, then you take as long of a break as you need, you know? Okay. So anyway, that's how I guess how I'm wrapping this up. I don't think that was that helpful, but I maybe it was, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. So that's what's going on in my life. That's what's going on in my fitness journey. I am really hoping I gave I wanted to talk to Cameron this week because Cameron's been doing great on his fitness journey, but he was just not a productive member of our household this weekend. So let's, let's plan for next weekend. I know you guys really like, I was actually looking at the downloads when Cameron comes on the podcast, the downloads are so much higher. Don't, I'm not, I'm not telling him that though. I'm not letting that get to his head. Okay. I love you. Have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and by the way, I would love to have you inside Hit Bodies. If you have listened to this entire podcast, you would love being my workout buddy. Okay. So please check out the free workout. It's in the show notes and consider joining Hit Bodies. Okay. Bye.